Welcome, gentlemen. Today's Shiva shall be on the topic of Hilchas Yichud, uh, specifically Hilchas Yichud uh, in babysitting, dating, and professional contexts. Obviously, like most shiurim in this series, there's a lot more than one shir. I gave shir on this uh, for on Hilchas Yichud just uh, from June till till. December. I gave Shira on this for about five months during the summer, once a week. Uh, so we had about uh, 20 or 25 Shira on Hilchaz Yichud, uh, and I'll try to smush it all into the next hour and 15 minutes. So, as I get this. So, it's important to know, before we talk about whether Yichud is Doraisa, 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 Doraisan, so clearly, the concept of Yichud is something that elevates Klal Yisrael, and um, not just that practically, technically, we're going to avoid uh, Averis, but the fact that we are living with a, with a, uh, a consciousness of Precious Ben Harayas, that instills Kedusha into Klal Yisrael. The Sefer HaChinuch, when he talks about the Isser of uh, Kirve El Harayas, he, among other things, mentions that, that Yichud is Midoraisa. And in that context, he says, even if a person thinks that he doesn't have a Yitzhahara, and he doesn't have any Taiva, and there's somebody with whom he's no Taiva, still stay away, keep a distance, because the Yitzhahara is a very smart uh, character, and it starts with, uh, starts getting a person on a little thing, and then it gets bigger and bigger until a person, God forbid, uh, does commit an Aveira. And it's worthwhile seeing that Sefer HaChinuch when you do. We will speak about the definition of Yichud, and that will sort of frame the next uh, Hashkafic point. The definition of Yichud does not mean being in a room locked with a person of the opposite gender. Uh, because I will prove to you that that can't be the definition, because the Gemara says that <coughs> Devora, you've all heard of the Sefer Tomer Devora, you might have heard of the Seminary Tomer Devora, it's actually a Pasuk that in uh, Haftarah, two weeks ago, that Dvorah was Shofetas, Tachas HaDvorah, HaTomer. Why did she pick a palm tree? Who, and, and even if she did, why do we care where she chose to have her office to be a Shofetas? So the Gemara Megillah points out that she, Bedavka was Shofetas, Tachas HaTomer, because the nature of branches of a, of a, of a palm tree is that they sort of, the palm tree goes up and they form a canopy that is uh, shields from the sun and provides shade from the sun, but the, the uh, canopy of the foliage doesn't fall down such that there could be yichud among, the, uh, among the, uh, the branches or the leaves. What you see from that clearly is that there could be yichud outdoors. There could be yichud on the plains of Kansas. So if you're on an open field and uh, no one else is around for miles and miles and miles, that would be yichud potentially midoraisa. So yichud does not mean uh, locked in a room. Yichud means secluded. Whatever the situation of secluded is. Oftentimes when you're in a city, clearly... Seclusion will only be in a room that's closed, door locked. We'll have to talk about that also. So there's a chakira, which we're not going to go into, whether yichud is a... is a... Isra b'fnei atzmo, is it just a geder for arayos? But obviously, um, the concern is arayos, as we'll see Sir Nafka means in a minute. The history of yichud, yes, there is a history to the isra of yichud, um, we're going to talk about if it's Darais or not. Let's assume the uh, Gemara in... <coughs> let's start with the Pasuk. Pasuk says, is there a Pasuk that says, don't have Yichud? 
There's no pasuk that says doesn't have yichud. But the Gemara tells us the Gemara in Sanhedrin, and the Rav Zara quote a pasuk when it comes to meisus um, meidiach ki esischa achicha beni mecha beni mecha. The Gemara says, what is a what are you doing besaysa with somebody who's your brother uh, or your son? And the Gemara answers that you're only allowed to be misyachid with your brother or your son, but you're not allowed to be misyachid with any other of the arayos. And in that context, the Gemara says, Remez liyichud min so you see that it's midoraisa uh, from this Pasuk, not in the first in the Pasuk, don't have yichud, but from this unusual drasha, the, the achronim handle, what exactly is the drasha? That's, not, that's beyond the scope of today. But we see that there's a remez in the Torah that yichud would be asr, uh, but yichud would be asr from the Torah only for arayos. That means yichud with a... Uh, Stama girl, we'll talk about what kind of stama girl. Wouldn't be yichud. Yichud only aser midoraisa if it is doraisa with arayos. Later on in history, there was a story that happened. Two stories. One story that happened. In Shmuel Beis, the Parakid Gimel, there's a story of David Hamelach's daughter Tamar, who was. Um, let me rephrase that. There was a story with Amnon, David Hamelach's son, son, and Amnon was. Uh, was very sad. So one of his friends noticed, Amnon, why you look so down? He says, because I'm lovesick for my step, my half-sister, right? My half-sister. She's the bas, um, she's my half-sister. I'm lovesick for my half-sister, Tamar. She's a beautiful woman, and I, uh, I feel so bad that I can't marry her. So the fellow said, I have an idea. Why don't you pretend that you're sick? And your half-sister will, t- you know, will come in and see that you're sick, and she'll take bring you food, and if she brings you food, you'll, you'll uh, take advantage of her. And that's exactly what he did. So, Amnon pretended to be sick, Tamar served him whatever food he needed, uh, served some tea and chicken soup with Knedlach, and uh, he, he was Ma'aneser. At that point in time, the Gemara David HaMelech's based in Amru, Libnos Melachim Kach, Libnos Hediotas Achaz Kam Vakama. If somebody at Tzadikas like Tamar, a princess in the house of, uh, in, in the palace itself could be taken advantage of, certainly uh, we have to be worried about the rest of the Klal Yisrael. And therefore there goes at that point, the basin shall David and Malchus goes on, Penuya Tahora. Penuya Tahora. She's not an Erva. Right? If you have a single girl who has not yet had, uh, you know, begun menstruating, she's uh, 13 years old, and didn't yet have a period, so she's a penuya tahora, and uh, there's no isra yichud midaraisa. So if you would be misyakir with that young lady, that would not be nisidaraisa. But since David Hamalach's basin came around and made this gzeirah derabbanan, it will be a violation of, of uh, basin shel David Hamalach for even a penuya tahora. Later on in history, in the time of Hillel and Shammai, Gazer, Shammai and Hillel, even on yichud of a goya. So that's very important to keep in mind, because that means any time you have a shaila with yichud with a non Jewish woman, you at worst are going to be dealing with the Isidra Banon of Hill and Shame, Xeris Hill and Shame. That means if you're going to be dealing with any Shilas of Yichud with a cleaning lady, assuming the cleaning lady uh, is not Jewish, then you by definition know that you're starting with the Shail of Durabanon. That will be very important because we're going to have to come up with some kulas. We don't have to come up with kulas. We will come up with some kulas uh, that relate to cleaners, uh, cleaning ladies because by virtue of the fact that they are, <coughs> that they are only going to be Durabanon. One very important question 
what we just said is that there's yichud for a rais that's the rais. So anyone who's not an erva is not the rais. The question is, and the most common shaila certainly for people who are in the dating stage of life is is, is anida penuya. So is anida considered an erva, or is anida not considered an erva? And you could really argue both sides of the coin, as we've shown him do. Why? Because on one hand, there is tefisus kedushin to anida. There's no tefisus kedushin by your mother, your sister, your daughter. So it sounds like she's not an erva. On the other hand, what's the curry? What, what curry? You get curries for for nida. For I'm sorry, for nida. So it sounds like it is. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, it is. Uh, uh, an erva. On the other hand, Vlad is not a mamzer, so it sounds like it's not an er- it's not an erva. So it's machlokas rishonim whether or not a nida is an erva. Nafkamina is if you go on a date with a woman who she's older than twelve or thirteen years old, she's definitely a nida. Uh, if she's healthy by the Sashem, so she's definitely a nida. So any date that a guy goes on with a woman is by definition is she an erva or is it not? Is yichud going to be the rice or the rabban? And the answer is we paskin. Like those poskim who assume that, yes, Nida is, does have a din erva, and therefore Yichud with a Nida will indeed be an Isid Araisa. So therefore, Halakha any date that has a Yichud Shaila is a Shaila of an Isid Araisa at hand. When we speak about, when we speak about Araisa, just well, give me a minute to get into things. When we speak about Araisa, Tosus, uh, the Pischechu on the bottom of the Shulchanach, cites Tosus and others who point out that. Yichud Doraisa is only, only when it's one man present with one woman. If there are more people there, we're going to talk about how many people still mutter or aser, there can be Yichud with more people. For example, two women, one man with two women, that will be Yichud. However, it's not going to be Yichud Doraisa. Whenever you have more than one and one, by definition, it will never be Yichud Doraisa. So again, there will be room to be more mekel once you knock Yichud down to a Dorabana. So for example, if it's Yichud with a Gaya, as we mentioned earlier, or if you have Yichud with multiple people, more than one in one, then it will be only Dorabana, and there will be a little bit of room to be, uh, to be Mako. Just to finish this introductory part, if Yichud is Daraisa, and yes, I said the Sefer Chinuch passes that way, uh, the Rambam is not clear, because the Lush of the Rambam is something like Midavay uh, Sofrim, and we all know the Kesef Mishnah, how he, you know, the Rambam is Lush of Midavay Sofrim by Kesef Kedushin also, which we know is Daraisa. But he also says midavay sofrim. So, without getting into shita, Sarambam and achalok zushan, why the yichud with that yichud that I mentioned to you, the remez minatoris, there only a remez. It really derives. We assume that yichud is indeed deraisa. Um, but wait a second. What's the iser? Is this a the yichud, or is this a the bia ha'asura with the erva, the bia shel arayas? Of course, it's the yichud, the, the iser of arayas. So, then what's the Torah telling us not to be misyachid? So you have an interesting formulation here. You have here what's called a Gedim and HaTorah, where the Torah itself builds upon itself a, a, uh, a Gedim. Offense. Where other, what other mitzvahs Daraisa? Where else do you see the concept of a Gedim and Daraisa? Bishop Basabachalav and Hanav Basabachalav, yeah? By Rabbi Matzah, not to come to the Sukkari of Chametz. Nazir eating grapes. Nazir eating, no, you meant a Nazir eating grapes, so he doesn't come to drink wine. Very good. Let's stick with Galas Erva so you don't come to the Erva. Right? You, 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 100%. Faulty weights? Yes, very good. Baruch Shakivata. You were coming to the Rashbam. Rashbam Babavasa. Yeah, Leia Beskha Evan Vaavan so you don't come to. So Ravadia in his Sefer Anafes Yosef mentions everything that you mentioned. And he adds another one or two. He says also the Isra of Netira is Geder Midaraisa Atu Nikima. Geschmack, no? Netira 
is an iser, is a geder de araisa, ought to not to come to actually act on that netira belev and to do nekama. Fascinating. Uh, and then he could also say chatzishira asunatara, also it's a chatzishira asunatara, ought to whatever big uh, iser it is. Okay, so yichud could be another one of those that it's a geder minatara, even if it itself is aser de araisa, but to protect from an iser of araisa, which would be, of course, worse. Yeah. What's your question? Um, related to being a husband and wife, is that a hedge? That would be equally asr to What do you mean? But every married couple stays married. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says, we learn from Pazuk's to Gaba Shoshanin, the Kalei will have a hedge of roses, hence uh, Rabbi Lamb's book on Hilchas Nida called A Hedge of Roses, which Chazal say that how beautiful Kalei are, that even if there's just a hedge of roses, just an Easter between a husband and a wife, they, uh, they still stay away from each other. So the reason for that is uh, once the husband's wife were together, then there is paspasala. There, the yetsahara has been uh, has been subdued a bit, and therefore the yetsahara is not as strong. Therefore, there's a heter of yichud for husband and wife after they were together once. But if they get married and they never had biyirishona, then there will be an yichud, which is the whole very complicated sugya of kalashapir sanida. In which case, if you have a chupas nida, then the husband has to ben hanashim, and she has to be ben hanashim. Which is a we die every chasnas to daven that that shouldn't be the case, which most often it's not. But uh, that's a sugya that we're not going to get into. What I'd like to speak about now is one of the ages of the iser of yichud. So of course, the yichud is a function of biology. It's a function of roi lebia. So roi lebia is different between a male and a female. Roi lebia for a male is a boy who's nine years old and a girl from the time that she's three years old. She's ruuy lebia. So that's more important than you think because that means that. Uh, you have an older sister. And she, Baruch Hashem, got married. She has a baby. She has a daughter, a nice uh, two-year-old daughter. Two-year-old daughter. So you have a two-year-old niece. And she has to go shopping. And she says, do me a favor. Could you please watch your little niece while I go, while I go shopping? Are you allowed to watch your niece while she's shopping? The answer is, if your niece is two, it's mutter. If your niece is three, it's, it's going to be answer. Why? Because... She's You're a bar mitzvah, so you have the hilchas yichud on you. So you're not allowed to babysit your three-year-old niece. Masha Enkain, let's say um, a sister is watching her nephew. So the sister or the ne- the aunt could watch her uh, her one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight-year-old nephew. But once the nephew is uh, nine years old, then it's going to be uh, it's going to be also for the aunt to watch her nine-year-old her nine-year-old nephew. What you do have is the following. <clears throat> the Isser is only when one of the parties is Bar Mitzvah, and the opposite party is Royal Abiyah. What's the halacha if you have an 11-year-old girl and a 12-year-old boy? So an 11-year-old go- girl is not Mechiyavis in Yichud, the 12-year-old boy is not Mechiyavis in Yichud, so they're allowed to have Yichud. You'll tell me, is there Chinuch on this? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you say Chinuch on this kind of case. Uh, something that's telling you on the, the type. I don't know if we say, um, I saw the say for Torah Sayyichud that there's no, that we might not say Chinach in this kind of case. Um, what if you have a guy? A guy is not subject to the Isra of Yichud. So you have a nine year old boy and the babysitter. The babysitter, whether she's Jewish or not Jewish, it doesn't matter. Yichud is also by both. But the I'm sorry, if it's a Jewish babysitter, so of course it's going to be Yichud, it's a nine-year-old boy. If it's a Gaisha babysitter, so the Gaisha babysitter, does she have an Issa Yichud? No. Does a nine- or ten-year-old boy have an Issa Yichud? 
No. So then you could have a scenario of that will be mutter. The Gaisha babysitter watching the nine-year-old boy. What about the opposite? Let's say you hire a male babysitter for your daughter. First of all, don't do it. <laughs> Not smart. So theoretically, but let's just work through the lambdas. We'll make the cheshpan. You have a, a guy who's 30 years old, 30-year-old man or a 75-year-old man with a... Um, 11-year-old girl, so she's not mechayevus because she's before basmit. So he's not mechayev because he's a guy. So theoretically, it should be mutter, except for the fact that the shevet talevi says that this would be a violation of lo, uh, something like lo si tenet gitkala has no sa, a very strong language that the shevet talevi says, don't do it, don't do it. It's like give her over to znus. Um, so that is as far as the ages. Where else do we see? that uh, age is significant. That in terms of the other fi- side of the spectrum, what about when a man is too old? Too old to have bia. So if we say that it's a gedder, whether it's a gedder der reisa, or whatever, however you want to learn, that the only isra of yichud is if it's a yichud, a yichud that can theoretically bring to bia, if the man is unable to have bia, is there going to be an isra of yichud? Now this is very, very, very no gale maisa when you have uh, an elderly man who needs to be cared for and there are more home health aides that are women than are men. They're much more available, and chances are they'll probably do a better job taking care of the house and taking care of whoever needs to be taken care of if they are a woman. Uh, when my father of Hashem was ill, Baruch Hashem, we, had a, uh, we were able to have a, a male that we were able to find who took very good care of him. But uh, that's often not the case. So if you have a woman taking care of a Jewish man, so even if she's not Jewish, he still has the Xerah of Hill and Shammai, doesn't he? What if it would be a Jewish woman who would be taking care of him? A Jewish nurse comes to take care of an elderly man, but that man is so old he's not able to have bia. So here Moshe has an interesting chilek. He says, if a man is clinically diagnosed as unable, physically unable to be boel, so then there's no iser of bia. There's no iser of yichud, period. However, if he's old enough that he doesn't have any clinical diagnosis, the doctor didn't say he's impotent and he physically can't be boel, but he's old enough, he's at an age when it's not, it doesn't happen. He's not really able to do it, and for that point, he's no longer doing anything with his wife because he's uh, sufficiently old and uh, not able to be active in that realm of life. So then Moshe says that he could be mekel on Yichud Rabbanon. Now that we know that Yichud Rabbanon is, that's going to be a big help. That's not really son of Gael and because all of our Pnuyas are Tmeos. They don't go to the Mikvah anymore, like they did when we had Taros. But in terms of having a non-Jewish woman, which we said is only a gzair of Hill of Hashamai, that would be an important kula to have. So halacha l'maysa, if you have an elderly man who is no longer with his wife anymore because of his, uh, his weakness in that area of his biology, so she would be able to care for him in terms of Hill of uh, because we're not choshesh, at least for this Rabbanan, that they will, uh, this will lead to anything aser. Let's go to the next point which is, what is the shear of Yichud? How long does it take? Yes? That's a different sugya. It's a different sugya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if your great aunt wants, wants to hug you, so first of all, it doesn't depend how old your aunt is. It depends if it's a great uncle wants to, you know, a, a person who's, uh, a person could be bald, a woman who's 107, right? It's the other way around. We're worried that... Uh, if, if the great uncle who's impotent uh, wants to hug his great great niece who's uh, you know twenty years old, that's that's where your shadow is. So no, this is not the same hat there for 
Nagia, is it also the Rabban Radarei? So that I don't know. Maybe it's a, little, it's a good question, but I, I, don't, I don't believe it's a Hepter. It's only not Mutter. Is it only also the Rabban? That could be. I'm not sure. I don't want to get into that. Still, there's a lot to say, but it's not for now. Um, so how long does it take to violate Yichu? Let me present two stories, and you'll understand why it's important to understand the way I'm going to frame the, the Shiloh. Story number one, my very first date. I'm married for 20 years. My very first date, not with my wife. I went out with a girl from Toronto. Anyone of you from Toronto? That's a yes or no? No one's from Toronto? I'm engaged to someone from Toronto. Oh, Baruch Hashem. Okay, so now I can ask you. What, did you go on any dates in Toronto? Yeah. What is there to do in Toronto? I came back, I was in the mirror. I came back for Rosh Chodesh Nisan to start dating. So it's still like April 1st, Berach, mid-March, you come back to Toronto. Toronto is cold and snowy in mid-March, maybe the beginning of April. What do you do? What would you do if you're dating a girl in Toronto, you've never been in Toronto, so you want to see the city, and it's nighttime, so all, anything is close because she works, so went out at night. So what would you do? Where would you go? The CN Tower, of course, right? If it's cold out, I Yeah, the CN Tower. There's nothing else to do in Toronto. I mean, I learned from Toronto, a different woman, but uh, she's my wife, actually. Um, so you go to the CN Tower. The CN Tower is 120 stories high, um, and you take an elevator up 120 stories, and you look out and see Toronto. And the Atlantic Ocean, and I don't know, you could see you're very far from 120 stories up. But there's an elevator there that takes, uh, well, that was my question to the guy behind the desk. Hello, sir. I was there on my very first date. Hello, sir. How long is this, how long is the elevator to the top? Now, there are no floors. It's not a, the Empire State Building where there are, flo- where, where it's a building. It's just a tower with an observation deck. So it's floor one and floor 100 or 120. And he said, oh, it's about uh, three, four minutes. So... Without saying a word, I looked at her and I said, let's go find a lobby somewhere. Um, so it's three, four minutes of Shira of Yichud? That's going to be a heta that we'll talk about maybe later. So if there were cameras, that might be a solution. Yeah. But this was 20 years ago, 25 years ago. I don't know if they had cameras. 25 years ago, yeah. <clears throat> so let's talk about the Shir for you. So if you look at it, there is no Gemara that talks about Hilchas Yichud. Or, I'm sorry, there is very minimal Gemara that talks about Yichud. You have the blood at the end of, um, at the end of Kedushin, the Pei, Pialif. There's no Gemara that talks about what the Shir of Yichud is. However, we have Yichud, and we learn many Halachas from Yichud, from one other Sugya in Shas, where it does talk about Yichud, and that is the Halachas of? Sota. Sota has two parts. There's Kinui. And stira, kinui is when the husband warns his wife, stay away from so-and-so, and stira is when he, when she was misyachid with him. So it could be that whatever the parameters of the sotas yichud with this no-good-nick guy that her husband has warned her to stay away from will probably or possibly be the same parameters as hilchaz yichud that we, you know, the hilchaz yichud that we're, that we're learning about. So in the sugi of in sota, the Gemara says, kamashir stira, there's a sota daftalid, the Gemara says it's Kedei Tumah. So as long as it takes to do a Maisa Iser. Which is how long? Kedei Bia. Which is how long? Kedei Ha'ara. It's coming back less and less. And how much long is that? Says the Gemara, Kedei Litzlos Be'a Ulegom'a. How long does it take you to roast an egg and swallow the roasted egg? So, how do you find out how long it takes to 
roast an egg and swallow roasted egg. Very simple. You take a frying pan, you roast an egg, and you swallow it, and you see how long it takes. So there's a sefer called Dvar Halacha. Dvar Halacha was written by a Bnei Brak Yid at the behest of, I remember, the Chazanish, the Stipler, he was a Talmud of the Chazanish, I think. And many Pesachim of the Chazanish. And interestingly enough, in Hilchas Yichud, it's one area of Halacha that the Chazanish is a big makeup. So it's good that he was the uh, first book on Hilchas Yichud, was this Dvar Halacha. And all the subsequent Svar in Hilchas Yichud, the, the practical Halacha Maisa books, are all based on this Hilchas uh, Dvar Halacha Sefer. And he says, I experimented on Roy Litzlo's Beitz Ologoma, and it comes out to 35 seconds. Wow. So that means that this ride up the CN Tower, that's three to four minutes, is ten times the sheer of Yichud, and would be Aser, 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 Aser. Okay, I'm glad that we didn't go up the CN Tower. But let me give you the second scenario. Second scenario is the following. I lived in Washington Heights, and I learned in this yeshiva when I was in the kolol here. And I lived on 475 186th Street. Some of you, there we go, Baruch Hashem. I was in apartment 6E, and we had a, where, where other people uh, know where I live, and we had a very nice uh, Gentile um, babysitter for my baby. I would, the babysitter would take my baby to the, to the park, come home, and I'd sometimes run home for lunch, get a yogurt, sometimes I'd eat in the house. If the babysitter would be there, then I'd leave the house and come back and eat in yeshiva. So let's say... I go home, and the babysitter's there. And I lock the door behind me, but I'm just running into the fridge, getting a yogurt, getting a spoon from the closet, getting a, a cracker or a few crackers, and getting out within 35 seconds. Does that mean that it's less than 35 seconds and it's not yichud? That is not correct. Let me explain a very important use when it comes to the shear of yichud. Shir v'yichud means if you're in a situation where the situation itself cannot continue more than 35 seconds, or we'll give some other shirim in a minute, then that's not yichud. But if the situation left un, uh, un, uh, unchanged will continue for more than 35 seconds, then yichud will be also even for a second. That means if I were to run into it, if I know that I'm going to yichud, but I'm only going to run in for 5 seconds or 10 seconds or 20 seconds or 30 seconds. That is Aser. That's Yichud. When do we say that Yichud has a shear? If it's a situation when that, 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 that Yichud Matzah will only last for 35 seconds, like uh, in, a, in, a, in a regular elevator. If you walk into an elevator that stops at every floor, and you walk in with a woman and you're in the elevator one-on-one, so that is not going to be Yichud. Why? Because since the elevator will possibly open within the next 35 seconds... So therefore, it is not yichud. However, if you're in an elevator that won't open until the earliest possible time that it could open would be 35 seconds later, like in the CN Tower, then it would be yichud. <clears throat> so therefore, sometimes I would go home and uh, the lady would be there with the baby. I wouldn't realize that. I, I, I go to the kitchen, close the door behind me, lock the door, go to the kitchen, and all of a sudden I hear rustling in the baby's room. She's like, the baby's crying and she's changing the baby. I realize that I don't have you know, 20 seconds more. I have to dash out immediately because right now it's a matzah of yichud immediately because if everything, if I leave things unchanged, I'm in a room, I'm in, a, I'm in an apartment with her and the door is locked and that's a matzah of yichud even for a second. Okay, so I mentioned this year of 35 seconds. Um, Rebel Yashiv says that it's certainly fine, I'm certainly until a minute, maybe probably even a minute and a half. 
But there's a very important truth about Ramosha. Ramosha says, Negros Moshe, that you have to be realistic. What does that mean? The Gemara told us what Yichud is. Yichud is the amount of time it takes to do Bia, which the Gemara tells us is Roy Litzos Beitzah, which is, I don't know, 35 cents, 35 seconds, a minute. Says in Moshe, you also have enough time, have to have enough time to get undressed. And then, so that they don't look funny afterwards, get dressed again. And says Rav Moshe, if, it's, if there's a certain amount of time that it would take to be mefata the woman, to convince her to do the iser, that also has to be calculated in. So according to Rav Moshe, Yichud really only exists in, uh, you're talking 10, 15 minutes for Yichud to happen. Meaning, if there's a yichud, a situation where somebody could be misyached and the situation will continue for 10 to 15 minutes, then being there even for a second is asr. But if the situation will um, disentangle, will come apart within 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, then it won't be yichud. So come back to the CN Tower. According to Ramosha, if it's a three-minute thing to the top, yes, that's sheer of tumah, but it's not a sheer for a person to get undressed to, I'm sorry, to seduce, to seduce the lady, to get undressed, to do the maestabiyah, and to get dressed so that they look normal when, they, when, the, when the door opens at the, at the 120th floor. So according to emotion, the CN Tower would probably be mutter. According to the other shittas that we mentioned, 35 seconds, a minute, a minute and a half, it will be awesome. Yeah? It is an issue. That is correct. According to emotion, the babysitter would be usher for me to stay there even for a second, since as things are now, as the system is now, the front door is locked, and it's me and a woman in, a, in an apartment. Locked well, in an apartment. I don't know if you said this, but the scene of the, the, the problem of Yichud is just leading to Bia, and not the other, like, potential issues? Yeah. Yeah, so this would be a presumably. Losikr for the Galaser, for the issue, you know, it's all, these are Yichud and Chiv Vinishuk are Xero Derises of Atu Arayas Patashtas. Yeah. That doesn't matter. We'll talk about that soon. The fact that it could be makes you scared to do anything. Enough that you want to be reasonably scared. We'll have, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Excellent question. So the answer is it will give you more time because to seduce two women, we're going to learn in a few minutes, hopefully, that we are worried. A man with two women is us. That's the Gemara Mishnah and Kedushin. And when you have that situation, the concern is that he'll be bold, both of them. It's a concern because each one could be seduced. If, one, if you ever have a case of yichud where one of the parties would never get involved, the other parties don't have an issue of yichud because they would never do anything knowing that there's this other girl who's not getting involved, she'll tell on them or she'll, they'll feel weird with somebody who's not getting involved. So it's only also when everyone there will, get, will join the party. So if you have two women, it's only usher because both women will get involved. So that means that for two women, that means there has to be enough time to, for, to seduce two women, which would be a lot longer. And therefore, Moshe's Shia would be a lot longer. Yeah? How do you define what it takes to do content? Use your imagination. I, I don't know. Pizza, you know, you have to convince... Oh, you're, you're asking a very good question. If, you're, if, you're, if you've been dating a girl for seven months and you've been engaged for four months after that, and you're getting engaged next week, Peter, it could be 30 seconds. If it's a stranger, and you have to convince her that you're a really, you know, uh, good-looking guy, and you're really, uh, you know, worth, worth uh, you know, uh, giving up on her values, if she has, 
then that will take a lot longer. So it would, it would be situation dependent. Yeah. Okay, so excellent question. Is yichud a concern for ones, or is it only a concern for pitoy, or is it only a concern for a two consents, consensual, inter, a consensual interaction? The answer is that the pashtas, yichud with a Jew, yichud of a Jew, shamitzas, is only a chashash of pitoy. Yichud, it's a little complicated. A yichud with a woman with a guy, there's a chashash of ones. By iktana, we don't. Assu- by iktana, there might also be a chash of onus. But I think if it's yichud of a gedola, I don't write it down because I'm not positive. Uh, I think if it's yichud of a gedola and yichud of a gadol who's from, I think the chash is pitui, not onus. You're not sure if it's onus, but the gedola, the other two are sure. Let's talk about it afterwards. Okay, so that is as far as the shiur of yichud is. <clears throat> Okay, before we get into the halachas, we have to just make sure we know who's included in this iser. We said a rayas, we said a nid is a classical erva. Um, we said a goy, a goya is included. Um, a panuya, even if she's a tahora. What about your daughter? Okay, we all know a daughter's mother. Your mother's mother, we all know that. What about your great-grandmother? Are you allowed to have yimitziach with your great-grandmother? Let's start like this. Are you allowed to have with your great-aunt? Great aunt is definitely usher. Great grandmother is definitely mutter. What about your great 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 grandmother? Yes. Also mutter. Anything that's in a direct line of child, mother, grandmother, etc., or downwards, of a grandfather with his son, with his daughter, granddaughter, great granddaughter, great great granddaughter. Anything that's a direct line up or down from mother and father is considered is mutter to have yichud. We get into a sticky situation with. A sister. A sister, the Gemara says explicitly that Yichud with a sister is mutter, but not the Kvias. What's the definition of Keva? There is no definition. So, someone is, say, 30 days. That if your sister, uh, you move in with your sister for 30 days, that's awesome. Ramachi says, no, 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 no. That's not how you do it. The definition is if he moved in with her Kvias. What do you mean? That's what we're trying to figure out. So, Moshe says, it really depends on the situation. Let's say, for example, is anyone here from out of the tri-state area? Okay, great. So you have an apartment here in the Heights, and your sister just graduated college in what town? Montreal. Montreal, Chicago, Cincinnati, Cleveland, L.A., and she wants to come to New York to find a good YU boy. She's looking for a YU smicha boy, so what better place for her to hang out until she finds herself an apartment on the other side of the Heights Baruch Hashem, she can just stay in your apartment, right? Dad's paying the, uh, the rent. So, same dad, same rent. You don't have any roommates, just you and your sister. Great idea, right? So, it depends. If she unpacks into a drawer, that means she's treating herself like she's being kavua here. If she's living out of her suitcase, that means she's plans on, you know, she's living in a way that's a very temporary way. Says Ramosha, it depends more if it's considered a diras kev or a diras aray, in the sense of how, how it's being perceived. It's not a question of numbers. It's a question of, you know, she would move in the first day and says, you live like a slob, I'm going to fix your, you know, you're, you're, you're living in a, ba- your bachelor pad, your house is, your, your kitchen's a wreck, I'm going to redo all of the cabinets, I'm going to set up all the cutlery in a nice, you know, cutlery in the drawers nice, I'm going to set up your, your, your plates, Nicely, I'm going to redo your fridge. I'm going to pack, you know, unpack my stuff into your 
into your your uh, into dressers, uh, her stuff into your dresses, I guess. So even if she'd be there for one night, that would be yichud. So it really depends on the situation. Ramosha talks about a situation when uh, a parents have one child, one boy, one girl, and they go on vacation. So Ramosha says that's that's not going to be usher. But if they go on a long vacation, that would be like a kvius. What's a long vacation? He doesn't give a number. He says, like going to Eretz Yisrael, like going on a trip to Eretz Yisrael. So I, I don't know. I'm assuming that's like, you know, certainly a week, week and a half, two weeks, something like that. And Moshe writing the Shuvah 40 years ago, people didn't go to Israel, you know, uh, for, for their, uh, you know, for Vachna. They would, you know, if they would go, they would go. So... It's important to realize that uh, to s- figure out the situation when a person's in yichud with his sister, that it shouldn't. If, he's mo- if they move into an apartment together, it has to be clear that it's a temporary fix, uh, and no one's getting too comfortable. Yeah. Does this apply for direct siblings and children, or relationship through marriage, like step sibling? This heter is only for your biological sister. If it's not a biological sister, then uh, it would be regular. Which would be Arise de Arisa. So, for example, in a case of an adoption, uh, we have a, I was giving Shear on this, and the guy in my shul who adopted a, a young man who is now uh, himself a, you know, a, a, a rub somewhere, uh, said, When we, you know, years ago, everyone in the shul knew that he had adopted this, this fellow. He said, For 10 years, this is the story of my life. You know, he, adapt, he adopted a, little, a young boy, and they had to work out that Mrs. Friedman was never with the, her adopted son. So again, it depends. If it's at a very young, young age, then childs might be different. This child was adopted when he was already like uh, 11 or 12. Um, okay, but that's a different... That's an answer, yeah. One question. For the siblings, they, they move together in the apartment. The best scenario is what you were just saying before. This is from New York, and she's dating... Let's say, but she is living out of her suitcase. She is living in... Yeah, and she doesn't life. know if she's going to get dumped or she's going to dump the guy tonight or in three weeks. So that that's would be temporary. Saying, that would be fine. But I, let's say it, it doesn't work out for her and it goes on for a while. Is there a point where it's like, all right, this is... Meaning she's, she could be dumped any day. But in the interim, they've gone out for like four and a half months. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she could dump him. Like, is there a point where you have to be like, all right, you have to leave it. We, we moved into the dearest cabinet issue. Like, I, don't a qu- I, I don't know. I don't know. So there's no, there's no clear cut. According to Ramosha, it's how you live. She's living in a situation that, you know, if if, if she and the guy she's going with have already decided, you know, we're going steady, uh, which was a phrase from our parents' time, uh, then maybe that's more kavua. If they're still going to the shadchan, then uh, that's still that's that's not kavua. So it's hard to draw lines. Okay, now let's get into the let's start halchasicha. So the main, the first part of halchasicha is going to be. How many people constitute yichud? What I mean by that is, as I mentioned, one and one is yichud araisa. But the Gemara, the Mishnah says that there will also be yichud with with uh, one man and two women. What about one woman and two men? That the Mishnah says is mutter. So we're going to talk about the difference not right now, but what I want to talk about right now is the heta that the Mishnah says is one woman. Okay, we're going to talk about one woman. Imagine I'm giving a shear to seminary girls or certain college girls, women, and I'm giving a shear to them. And the question to them is, young ladies, uh, you are allowed to be in a room with two men. Let's get the parameters of that. So let's say you have a woman who's, um, 
Um, I have to be careful now. Working in a law firm, right? And she has two male paralegals, right? So she's a lawyer and she has two male paralegals. Um, nobody has a sense of humor here. Um, normally I would say you have a lawyer and... Forget it, forget it. Not okay, so she has a lawyer lady and she has her two male paralegals. Is she allowed to be in the law firm? Front door is locked. Is she allowed to be in the law firm at night? You know, working on whatever case she's working on, whatever deadline she has. So the mission says it's mutter. There are certain limitations. Number one, limitation number one, they have to be kosher. What is kosher? Well, a from boy is presumably kosher. From male is presumably kosher. If he's not orthodox, not Torah observant, then by definition he's going to be not kosher. He could be a wonderful person. He could have wonderful family values. He could have five children, whether he's Jewish or not Jewish. Um, and a wonderful family man, upright and honest and sincere, but by definition, he doesn't have a dinner flush. So, if both of those uh, partners in the law firm, that's where she is, or the, whoever other the men are, are both from, that's fine. If they're not from, whether they're not Jewish or they're not from, then it'll be a problem. Second halacha is, this heter of two women is only going to be, I'm sorry, of two men, is only going to be that year. However, the Gemara says if it's Baderach, then we're worried that one of the men, if they're traveling, right, one woman, two men is mother, one of the men has to excuse himself to go to the bathroom. So he really goes to the side to relieve himself. What's left? One and one. That's Yichadar Aisa. So therefore, it's going to be Aser, to, says the Gemara, to put yourself in a situation, Baderach, where this could occur. So therefore, one and two, one woman with two men is mother only, but you're not Baderach. Comes the Ravid and says, just like it's Asr Baderach, lest one of them re- excuse themselves and, and to relieve themselves somewhere in the forest, it will be equally or similarly Asr Balayla. Because again, you have one woman with two men, Mutter. What happens if one of them falls asleep? You're left with, again, one and one. And that will be Asr. So we're going to talk about some, um, some of these details now. So let's talk about the first deal. What's a, give me a minute, what's, what's a considered a kosher? So I said somebody who is a from Orthodox boy, man, is a kosher. A guy automatically, by definition, is, is not a kosher. What happens if he's a from guy, but he's not Shomer Nagiyah? I don't think there's a Shiloh. He's not a kosher. He's a parents. Um, he's a great guy. He dams along Shomer Nagiyah. He just, you know, grew up. There just wasn't Shomer Nagiyah. And he's a wonderful guy. I love him to death. But he's, he's a, he's a dinner of parrots. And he would not have this hetter of uh, his parrots in, in, in Arayis. So he wouldn't have a halach of a kosher. Um, Rebel Yashiv, this you have to sort of be sensitive and understand in context, but both Rebbe Yasha and the Shev Talevi say, say that if somebody watches television, and let's assume that on television there might be advertisements that, uh, or shows that might, um, might not be halakhically appropriate, so that might be somebody who's parrots in Arias, because Arias is broad. Arias is including Los Asurach Nechem. That's Arias. So if a person doesn't care about what they watch, maybe they also don't have a din of a kosher binyane arayas. So, could we argue that, yeah, if you're living in Meisharim and you have a television, you're watching shows, then, you know, that's a parrots. If you grew up in Tinek or the Five Towns or uh, wherever else you're from, and the guy watches TV, that's just what everyone does. It's not an indication of... Uh, 
that argument could be made, but it's important to yet at the same time know what Rabbi Yashiv and uh, and Ravazner both said uh, in terms of a la- somebody who doesn't have the sensitivity to Arias might not be considered a kasha. Um, what about if you have one and one, right? There's one, she works in the law firm, they're two partners, she's three partners, she and two guys, one's from, and the other is not from or not Jewish. So then, it's going to be machlokas. But Rabbi you know how to paskin in this machlokas. Because what's the rule that you, how do you deal with the machlokas when it's a suffix and halacha, and you don't know what to do? Which, which posing to paskin like? I don't need to tell you who says what, it's not important for now. Oh, are we talking about Yichud Arais or are we talking about Yichud Rabbanan? Since we said earlier that Yichud Arais is only when it's one and one, but here the same situation that we're talking about is one and two, right? One woman with two men. By definition, it's Yichud Rabbanan at worst. Since it's a Machlokas HaPoskin, if you have one Kush and one parts, is that okay or is it not okay? Since it's Yichud Rabbanan, we could be maker like the Poskin who say that one and one is permitted. And therefore, in such a situation, Halacha Ma'is would be mutter for her to be in Yichud with a Paritz and a Kasher together because only Yichud Rabbanon and the Safik Rabbanon Lahakel will allow this situation of Yichud. Is anyone here Sephardi? Okay? So, I will not tell you the Halacha for Sephardim because everything that I just told you does not apply to Sephardim. The Rambam's opinion is that everybody, including you and me and everyone you know and everyone I know, all of our favorite Rosh Yeshiva, are all Prutzim. The only people who are Ksherim in the Rambam's eyes are the Kedoshe, the, the Amoraim, Kedoshe Elyon, who were, killed, were willing to kill themselves and jump into ovens, you know, not to be tempted by uh, Arias, and any human being who you know, or any you know, Jew who lived in the past thousand years, is a paritz, according to the Rambam. And according to the Rambam, you can never have a woman with two men, or a hundred men, because even a hundred men are all prutzim. Now, for Ashkenazim, which is what we've been talking about until now, you just need two kosher men. If you don't have two kosher men, you have two prutzim, is Yichud going to be mutter? No. If she's with two non-Jewish, non-Jewish men in the law firm... Is she allowed to be locked in that law firm, the law office? Of course not. They're two prutzim. What if there are a hundred partners and she's at the partner meeting, a hundred uh, non-observant and non-Jewish male partners, and she's the one girl at the, uh, at the partner meeting, and she's a nice, good, from stern girl, but there are a hundred men there. Is that yichud? A hundred and one people there. A hundred and one people in the room. Is it yichud? The answer is yes. Yushami says explicitly that even a hundred, even Aleph maybe, if it's one woman with a hundred men, Yichud is also. So for our Svardim, that's going to be every situation. Because every man, according to the Rambam, who lives nowadays, has a fit of a paritz. And therefore, according to the Rambam, you will never have a situation for Svardim, you'll never have a situation, Yichud for Svardim is much harder, where one woman could be with many men. That will never be permitted. In order to permit it for Svardim, you'll have to have multiple women with multiple men. How many? It's not important for now. Um, but let's say for Ashkenazim, let's say you have one woman with two prutzim, it's Asr. Okay, what if it's her and her female partner, two partners in the law firm, and two men partners in the law firm? It's a four-partner four firm. So two and two, is that okay? 
because she's not just one anymore. Or do you need two and three, or a three and three? So Ramosha says it's good to be machmed to have three and three. Um, in order, if, if they're prutzim, then if you have three women, then it would be mutter. But there are different shitas, so I don't want to go into that. Uh, don't worry about those details. <clears throat> Let's now talk about one of the other limitations. I said that the heter of one woman with two men, there's one limitation that has to be, they have to be ksherim. Another limitation is that it's only by ear and not by derech. And then the rishonim added, the raivet added, that it has to be only by yom and not by lila, because we're worried that somebody's going to fall asleep. What time is lila? So, we have a lot of different lilas in halacha. We have shkia, we have tzitzah kachavim, we have ashramara rishona. We have chatzos. Which one of those is Lila? To say that at this point, you can't rely on two men, because one of them might fall asleep, you have to have a third man. What would you, what would you paskin? What's Lila? Oh, you're correct. The poskim say it's not any of those halakhic times that I've mentioned. Rather, it's whatever time this specific person, we don't even look at the community, we don't look at the derech uh, either, we look at this specific person with whom she's having yichud, when does he go to sleep? Or when does he have to be worried he goes to sleep? So let's say you're yeshiva guys, you don't go to sleep till two in the morning. So if, for example, you have two, two smicha guys having an apartment up here in the heights, and one of them's going out with the girl, so the girl comes over, and they lock the front door. Motor l'chadchila, right? Yeah, based on what we learned. Yeah, one woman with two men. I hope the two smicha boys are ksherim, I hope. Um, at least for Ashkenazim, they're ksherim. And they can lock the front door. One girl, two guys. Two guys. Mutter. What time do smicha guys go to sleep? Let's say 1.30 in the morning. So 12 o'clock? Mutter. 1 o'clock? Mutter. Once it's 1.30, then, even though no one's planning to go to sleep, because, I don't know, one of them is on a date and the other is, I don't know, uh, listening in to the other guy's date. So... Since it's 1.30, which is the time that they normally go to sleep, that's the time we have to be choshish, that maybe they'll go to, one of them will go to sleep, and we have to be concerned that it will end up being one falling asleep. It will be one and one, then it will be uh, us. So that's what uh, Rebel Yashiv, or that's what the poets can say, is when these people are going to go to sleep. Rebel Yashiv has an interesting kula, based on what I'm saying. Let's say the two guys, let's say it's the other way. She's in her apartment on the other side of the heights, and two smicha guys come to her apartment and lock the front door, mutter, right? But they're visiting. They're not going to fall asleep in her apartment because they're just visiting. They, they plan to go back home. Says Rabbi Yashu, we're not choshes if someone's going to fall asleep if that's not where he plans to sleep the night. So therefore, Rabbi Yashu says it would be mutter in that case, even past 2 o'clock, past 1.30 in the morning, past 2 a.m., because those two guys aren't planning to stay there. They're not, so we're not kosher. They're going to fall asleep, but that's not, that's not what they're going to be for the night. Yeah, what's your question? If someone takes a siesta, like, like I was going to say, like Israel, like back in the day, used to have built in off period of the afternoon, so would that be a problem? Like, would that be? I don't know. I haven't seen any process I could speak about that. I don't know. Okay. We just finished speaking about one woman with two men. Let's now move on to uh, let's now move on to two women with one man. 
Here, the Gemara says the famous line, Lo yisyachid adam im nashim. Why? Because my taima, hal v'nashim daitan kalos. What does it mean that hal v'nashim daitan kalos? So daitan kalos doesn't mean they're less intelligent, it doesn't mean that they're less whatever. Daitan kalos, you see from this Gemara, means one thing. They're able to be seduced. Two women, one man could, if he's really charming and really charismatic and he has a really smooth tongue, could seduce not just one woman, but two women. And that's what Daitan Kalos means. That's the difference why we usually assume it's the man who's going to be the one who's more, who's trying to make this happen. So if you have two women, I'm sorry, if you have two men present, one woman with two men, if there are two men, if there's another guy here, the guy is not going to try to uh, convince the woman if there's another guy here. But if you have one guy who's operating by himself, he'll try to convince both of them. And that's why Yichud, the Mishnah says, is also with two women. Let's take a little bit more deeply, what's the chashash? Is the chashash that he'll convince one and the other one will, be, will stay quiet? Is the chashash that he'll, bo, he'll convince both of them? This is the machlokas we've shown him, and it's going to have a very important nafkamina. Rashi says that we're choshesh, that this one man will be mefate both of the women, and convince both of them to do an avera. And that's why it's also to be with two women. The Ritva says that we're, he's going to consider, he'll be bo one of them, but we're worried that there's one other girl, she'll keep quiet, she'll be mechate. What's the nafkamina? Nafkamina is Rashi's mashma. Is it physically possible? It's hard enough to be boel after Maisabiyah. It's hard for a man to have another Maisabiyah right away. Okay, but it's maybe possible at some point. But for a person to have a Maisabiyah, and then have another Maisabiyah, and if there was a third woman, should we be choshesh that he's going to convince all three and have a Maisabiyah with Lady A and Lady B and then Lady C? Says Rash, that's just about impossible. And since the whole shash is that he's going to be boel all of the women... And since they're all going to be participatory, they're going to keep quiet, and that's why it's usher for a man to be with two women. Since a man physically cannot be bowl a third woman in the, in the same time frame, there's not going to be an isser at all for three women. And I'll explain why. Because whenever, I mentioned earlier in passing earlier, that whenever you have a situation where one of the parties is not going to join the fun, the other ones are going to be embarrassed from that person's presence. And therefore, if there are three women, so he's going to be both, it can't be both three, it's physically impossible. So one of them is not going to be joining the fun. So that means that the other two are going to be embarrassed to do anything, knowing that their third friend is not going to be doing anything. And therefore, the first two women will not do anything wrong, knowing that their third friend isn't going to join them in the party. And therefore, we don't have to be worried that any of them will do anything wrong, and therefore, it will be mutter to have yichud, one man with three women. That's known as Shittas Rashi. Shittas Rashi is what we call Noshim Harbei. The sugi of Noshim Harbei is a heter according to Rashi. Shittas Rashi is that Noshim Harbei, meaning more than two, three or more, is mutter. The other Rishonim say no. The other Rishonim say that the Isr of Yichud with one man with two women is if you have one woman there, she'll be mechape. But if there, we're only worried that he's going to be Baal one. She has one friend there, that friend will keep quiet. But for two women to keep quiet, you know, it's almost, you know, if two women know that one woman did, one woman did something inappropriate, the word's going to get out, and therefore, um, let me rephrase it, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. The Ritva says one woman will be mechapa. According to the Ritva, in the same way that one woman will be mechapa on the other, if you only have one woman doing the Yisr, then two women will be mechapa on the, uh, the single woman who did the Yisr. They'll cover up for her, their friends. So if you have three women, one does the Yisr, one is seduced and does the Yisr. She will be willing to do the Yisr because her two friends might keep quiet. Even if there are three there, three women total. So therefore, according to the Ritva and other Rishonim, there is no heter of three women, of Nashim Harbe. Nashim Harbe would be Aser, according to the Ritva. So what we come out is that there's Machlok Rishonim, if Nashim Harbe, if three women, is a heter or is not a heter. Um, Halach Lamaisa, the Ramah says, the Ramah does quote this sheet, this Rashi, that three women, that Nashim Harbe, meaning three women, is Mutter. So, if you're Ashkenazi and you follow the Ramah, I would say you could be Misyache with three women. So that means, if you're going out with a girl on the other side of the heights, and there are three roommates, the girl you're dating and two other girls, you could go into their apartment, lock the front door, and Motilachatchila. The problem is Ramosha, for whatever reason, doesn't want to follow this Ramah. Ramosha and Chuvis says that I don't like this Ramah of Nashim Harbe. You should try to avoid. Maybe Shasat Chakid allow it. Um, I don't know. It seems that the, the you know it's, the Ramah says that it's mutter. It's a hard uh, it's a hard truth of Ramosha that uh, he's machmir. Most uh, um, the Ramah is mekel, so the Ramosha is passing not like the Ramah. Rather like uh, the Machaber, like Svardim. So it's, if you're Ashkenazi and the Shasat Chak, you probably could find the Sad Lahakel, like the Ramah, not like the Moshe. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, the next part of the Shir will be another, a Heter in the Sugya of Yichud. Now, every Sugya is built in a different way. The Sugya of Yichud is built like this. There's an Isra called Yichud, and we've said who the Yichud applies to, and there are certain Heterim that Yichud has. There's one Heter called uh, Nashim Harbe. There's another Heter called, which we'll talk about right now, Pesach Pesach Lushes Harabim. There's another Heter that we'll hopefully talk about later that will be called Baila Beir. So you have an Isra, and a few seifim about when that isa doesn't apply. So let's now talk about the heter of Pesach Pesach L'Rishis Harabim, which the Gemara says explicitly, there's no concern of Yichud by Pesach Pesach L'Rishis Harabim. If you have an open door. So the question is, what does an open door mean? And this is probably the most important point in this year. Do you have to have the door unlocked, or is that not sufficient? Does the door have to be physically ajar? That's the most nogea l'maysa shayla that you will find, because any time that there is a yichud, you just make sure the door is unlocked and you're good to go. Or is it that you have to prop the door open? So this is a big machlokas. And the, the achronim, the Rebbe Kveger, and his contemporary, the base mayor, both assume that the door has to be ajar. And they have a raya like this. The raya is from a story in the Gemara that Palti ben Laish was a bigger tzaddik than Yosef HaTzadik. Why? Because Yosef HaTzadik had the Nisa with Aisha's Potiphar one time. But Palti ben Laish was, was uh, 
was forced into a situation when he was living with a woman who was usher to him consistently, day after day. And he put a, he put a, 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 a cherev, a sword into the bed between the two of them so that they shouldn't touch each other. And he lived like that day after day, tremendous Messias Nefesh, tremendous Nisayon, tremendous Tzadik. That's what the Gemara says. Frectosis, um, why wasn't it Yichud? It, was yich, it wasn't Yichud because it was a Pesach Pesuch Shisram. The door was open. Say the Achronim, what does it mean the door is open? The door is unlocked? If there's a door that's unlocked and there's no one walking down the street, that doesn't really help you. Yes, you have a door unlocked, but if it's three in the morning, and Palti Ben Laish was living at this year after year, so if it's three in the morning, in the middle of December, there's no one on the street. So what does it help you that the door is open? The door is open and what? No one's coming in. So say the Achronim, Rebbe Kveger and the Rebbe Smeir, must be that the door was ajar. If the door is ajar, then even if it's a time that no one really is going to, there are not many, many passers by, still, somebody who's inside the room, knowing that the door is ajar, people, if there is a one in a billion passers by, they're just going to see a door ajar, they'll peek in and they'll see a guy doing this, sir. They'll see a guy doing something with this woman. So it must be that since Palti bin Laish was mutter, even in the middle of the night, it must be that the Pesach Pesuch, the Shus Haram, which was the heter that Palti bin Laish relied upon to be in this Yichud situation, must be that the door was open. Ajar. That's what Rebbe Kveger holds. However, there are a number of Rishonim, specifically Rabbi Yonah and the Rashba, who both said, not like Rebbe Kveger. Mr. Rebbe Kveger, it's very nice that you want to be machmir and say the door has to be ajar, but I have Rishonim, Gedoli Rishonim, upon whom we typically follow, who say, not like you. Why would I follow Rebbe Kveger if I have a few Rishonim who say that it's sufficient that the door is unlocked? So Rebbe Kveger says one of them is a Tosofer, which isn't so Pashat. The Pashtus is that the Rishonim are correct. The Pashtus is that the Rishonim are correct, and the door needs to be merely unlocked. Rabosai. You're in a house with your aunt. And your uncle is on a business, whatever. You're, you're, you're visiting your aunt. And you come in, and your aunt says, Oh, it's so nice to see you. Haven't seen you in a few months. Come inside. Let me give you lunch. I'll give you some snacks. And she goes and locks the door behind you. So you say, Auntie, I'm in Smich and Wayu. We learned Telchus Yichud. You can't lock the door. It's Yichud. She says, Okay, no problem. I won't lock the door. Would you be comfortable being there? Ant is Arias. Right? It's an Isidaraisa. The Rishonim are Mako with an unlock with a door that's unlocked. Rubik Vega and the base mayor are not Mako. They assume that it's not still considered Yichan unless the door is ajar. It's a suffix Daraisa. I wouldn't be Mako in that case. Well that's the real Shasatchak. Hold on. On the other hand, listen to this story. You and Maria. Maria is the cleaning lady. Do you ever notice that almost all cleaning ladies are named Maria? It's just, it just really is. I don't know, it's just... Okay. It happens to be the clean lady we have right now is not named Maria, but the previous one was. So, it's like a hemshech. So, you're there with Maria. So, Maria and you, so it's right? At least Beishan was goes around Goya. So I'm going to unlock the door. Would you be making in that case? Why? Ah, so we find that the Shaila of didn't Daraisa and Darabanan, what the Yichud is Daraisa and Darabanan has already, already the second Afghanistan. The first Afghanistan was, could you rely on 
a woman with a kasher and a paritz, which is machlok saposkim, so if it's a drabanan yechud, it will be mutter. Here we have another nafkamina, whether yechud is drabanan or aisa. Here we're saying that if it's going to be yechud with Maria, that's only drabanan, then one could be lenient and rely on an unlocked door, even if the door is closed. This, I'm in this situation all the time. All the time I have this situation because we have a cleaning lady or a babysitter cleaning lady and my wife's not home, so my wife is working and I finish teaching at 12 o'clock. I go home, I home, home for lunch very often uh, in the five towns and the cleaning lady's there. So I try not to just rely on, even though Mikra had I could because only the Rabbanan, I could leave the door unlocked. I try to leave it a little bit, you know, Unlo- you know, I'll leave it a little bit of jar so that, uh, you know, the yes, yes, yes. But make didn't show me about that. Yeah, what's your question? I was going to ask, a jar means the Kamanish institution. The fact that the new method is open, and that someone could open like... A jar means this. It doesn't have to be this. So it's not, it's not a void, the fact that someone walks by on the street. It means somebody walks by. What do you naturally do if you walk by and you see a jar that's a jar? If a person sees it, if passerbys see a door that's ajar, they will be tempted to look in, and that is sufficient. The pashtas. The might not hold like that, but yeah. No, sorry, you have a question. In terms of texting someone, and say, uh, let's say you have, you have the door closed, and then text someone, say, like, hi, you're welcome to come over. Give me a minute. So let's say I mean, in a full house, so they're, they peek in and they're not Hold on. Okay, so we'll cover these. Let's, let's try to get to these points. Um, <coughs> let's talk about your Shilas. Um, number one, what happens if you have a door that is. If the door is ajar, it's going to be mutter no matter what, because people pass by. There's a door that's ajar. People are going to look in, even in the middle of the night. If somebody walks by and there's an open door, that's, you're inviting people to come in. The halacha is that if you leave the door unlocked, that means what are we concerned that's going to happen? Somebody might come to the door and come into the house, even though the door is closed. But since the lot, they could come in. Everybody assumes, all the public assume that that heter, that they're going to walk into an unlocked but closed door, is only during daytime hours, when there are people on the streets. How late are there people on the streets on Amsterdam Avenue? Let's say 1 o'clock. Let's say 1 o'clock. During finals, I'll go till 3. Okay? So that means if you have a door that is closed, then in Washington Heights, you could rely on this closed door until 1 a.m., during final season, you could rely on that closed door until 3 a.m. But I live on a small, quiet block in Lawrence. What time is it quiet on my block? 11. So the head of an unlocked door is 11. Let's say you live on a cul-de-sac in Muncie. Anyone live here in Muncie? Anyone visited anyone who lives on a quiet block in Muncie? Every block in Muncie is a quiet block in Muncie. Okay, so there... It could be that after 10 o'clock, after 9.30, the latest minion in town is, let's say, 9.30. I mean, I know Vision, it says always. But let's say the local minion is for the last mile of 9.30. By 10 p.m., this, this block is quiet. You will not be able to rely on Pesach Pesuch Shisarabim of just an unlocked door past 10 p.m. Masha'ain Kane, if the door is, is ajar, 
that heter is going to be all night long because as long as there are some people that might walk by because that's inviting them to come, uh, you know, to, to look inside. So, din number one, you know, point number one when you're dealing with a jar or open is to realize this nafkamina that if it's a jar, it's going to be mutter all night. If it's unlocked but closed, it's going to be only mutter as long as people are walking by. Number two, let's say there are, I have a front door, then I have a door to my basement, go down the steps to my basement, I have a door to my uh, office, and I'm sitting in my office. My cleaning lady comes in, and the front door is unlocked, right? She's a Gaia. I uh, will rely on the, Rebbe, Rebbe, the Rishonim, not like the uh, Rebbe, Rebbe Kveger, and we'll rely on the unlatched door, even though it's closed, but it's a door, and then another unlocked door, and then another unlocked door, and then another unlocked door. She comes into my office to, to, uh, you know, uh, to, to vacuum my office to, through three doors that are all closed. So is that mutter? So Radva says that's mutter. Since each of the doors is unlocked, the Pesach Pesach Hashanah applies to each one of those doors, one after the other. Now let's talk about a little bit of permutation. What happens if you don't expect anyone to come in? For example, let's say there's a therapy session. So let's say a therapist is a female, and you're going to see your psychologist. She's going to speak to your therapist. So you go into the room, and she's from, you're from, you know, the door stays unlocked. And it's an office. There are other, other offices, other rooms in the adjacent rooms. And everybody knows that no one, okay, the door's unlocked, but is anyone going to dare interrupt a therapy session of someone who's in, in, in session right now? It's like a, a sacrosanct. No one's going to walk in. So what did you just lose? The whole hetero pesos is that somebody, at least during daytime hours, it's normal. You, you, you sort of open the do- open doors. But if no one's going to open the door, so did you just lose the hetero pesos of So that means you're only going to be able to have therapy if you leave the door open. Not going to be such a productive therapy session, I would assume. So here there's an important, there's, this, is, this is a shaila. There's a shaila. If, if you know the door is not going to open, but it's not going to open, and no one's going to come in, but it is unlocked, but somebody could come in, they could come in because it's unlocked. You know nobody will. So this is the machlokas. It happens to be that who's Mako? The Chazanish. Baruch Hashem, a kula from the Chazanish. As we chef, as we will like to say, if you have a kula from the Chazanish, take it and run with it. If he gives you a, a kula, you can take it. So the Chazanish talk is Mako in this case, and he says that even if you know that no one's going to be coming in, there's an Amos Rabim Olav Beteva. Write those words down. There's an emas rabim olav b'teva. The fact that you know somebody could walk in that creates an uncomfortableness, an ill at ease. Your person is not at ease. There's an ill ease. They're, they're not at ease with the circumstance they find themselves with the person of the opposite gender, knowing the door is unlocked. Even though you know someone's going to come in, but somebody could come in. And therefore that's sufficient, says the Chazanish, even though you know and I know that no one's going to come in. And that's going to be very important in doctor's office, offices also. A doctor's office, male doctor, female patient, or vice versa. Again, classically, you have a male doctor, female patient. Door is closed in the examination room. Is it yichud? No one's going to walk into an examination room if the door is closed. But since the door could be opened, even though we know no one will, then it will be, uh, the chazanish would say it's mother. Not everybody, but the chazanish would be mother, say it's mother. I think there's some cases that are shasat chak that I'd be making on an unlocked door, like a therapy session is probably shasat chak. A doctor's office might be shasat chak. 
to be make it like Rabbi Yonah Rashba is probably okay, because I think that's how we hold Meikar Hadin. So I think Shatz Tzadik could rely on them for Meikar Hadin. Okay, you asked the question, what about if somebody's going to... This, this happens, this happens. For whatever reason, you're going to be in a Yichid situation. Could we cure the Yichid situation by texting somebody, please visit me? So the answer is yes and no. If it's a joke, the answer is no. If it's serious, the answer is yes. Um, it's better not to rely on this. I would rather rely on this, but see if something else. Like leaving the door unlocked, which Mika did anyway as mutter, and you'll have somebody else. Well, let's say it's a situation; it's, it's freezing outside. You can't leave the door ajar because it's freezing outside. It's gonna, you know, free, it's gonna draft. The window's gonna, the door's gonna be pushed open by the wind. So you can't leave the door ajar. You can just leave it unlocked. So if it's unlocked, Mika did as mutter. It's, it's, uh, I'd rather be more machmir. So then I'd add what you suggested to have somebody come by and visit. And they don't know if they. You have to be careful. What happens if they come by and they talk a visit? Now, we, now it's got free, now that we don't have to be worried anymore? Yeah, they came, now we could do what we want to do because they're not coming back. It has to be clear that they could come by again and again and again. It has to be that they actually will come. There are some situations, very tough situations, that you'd be making even if the door is locked. If there's somebody who has the key, let's say, whatever the situation is. Um, the door is locked for whatever reason. The door has to be locked. And you're stuck in this situation. The door's going to be locked. But there's somebody who has the key. You have to tell them, I want you to come by. And they have to talk and come by at least, at least once in that session, knowing, and you have to know they could come a second time. If necessary, that, would, that is a hetero. Yes. Okay. Um, another, what's that? Yeah, but this is something that could be so taken advantage of. You know, it's like, yeah, well, I'll come, sure. Um... And uh, you know, and I know that they're not going to, you know, be matriach. So the post can say that they'll actually come. Let's finish short, yeah. If your mother's home, then there's no yichud. It's only, even though it's still one that is correct. I don't think we're going to go into that sugya, but Yichud, as the pasuk in Chumash, as the pasuk in Dvarim said, Ki whatever it says, um, it says explicitly Yichud with your mother is mutter. That's the whole source that we learned that Yichud with all other rights besides your mother is aser. So Yichud with your mother is mutter, and once there's one person that Yichud is mutter with, then it's mutter to be with the other people as well. So if there's one person that you allowed to have mutter Yichud with. Everybody else in the whole in the whole unit of uh, system that's involved in this shaila will be permitted to be a mitzvah. Yes, yes. So if you have a husband wife, tea attacked, even if she's neither, anyone else would be there would be fine. Yeah. Maker 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 hadin. It it works. I wouldn't rely on it. Okay, what I want to do now, if I could find my notes on it, is a very important kula of Baila Be'ir. Gemara says explicitly, even though I told you that there's an issue called Yichud, there's a hetzik called Pesach Pesach Hashasarabim. There's another hetzik called Shomrim, like one of the people there are uh, not Asr Be'ichud. There's another hetzik called Baila Be'ir. 
What are the parameters of Baila Be'ir? So, what's Baila? Well, we know what Baila is. What's Be'ir? That's something that we're going to have to talk about. But what you have to figure out is why is there a heter of Baila Be'ir? So there's Machlok Sushonim. Can't find my notes, but I've done this before. There's Machlok Sushonim why Baila Be'ir is a heter. So, some Rishonim say, Rashi's mashma, Baila Be'ir is Shema Yikane's Baila. If her husband is in town, he might walk in. So, at any given moment, a woman is terrified that her husband might catch her in the act. She's definitely not going to do anything wrong. And therefore, what did we say? Whenever one person is not going to do anything wrong, then the guy, right? Who's Baila Be'ir is Matir, the woman, to be in Yichud with a man? So, again, picture the following situation Plumber comes to housemaker, Jewish housemaker, Jewish plumber. They lock the door. She's terrified to do anything wrong because her husband might come and he has the key, he'll unlock the door, he'll come in. Why is that okay for the plumber? The answer is because the plumber wants to do anything wrong, it has to be with her. And she's scared to do anything. So he's from, she's from, we're not concerned from Ma'anes, we're only concerned for Pitoy. No is going to happen here. She's terrified her husband's going to walk in. So it's going to be mutter. Let's leave that out for now. Ba'al be will be mutter. So, that's Shittus Rashi. The Rambam says a different language. And this Rambam's language is used by the Shulchan Arach. The Rambam's language is, Amos Rabim, Amos Ba'ala Aleha. Says the Chazanish. What does it mean when we say Amos Ba'ala Aleha? Says the Chazanish. It doesn't mean Amos Ba'ala Aleha that he's going to walk in. Because don't say Amos Ba'ala Aleha. Say, which is the Shulchan Aruch's language and the recording the Rambam's language and how the Chazunish Paskins doesn't mean that she's scared the husband will come in it's that she is she has an emotional block to not do anything wrong while her husband is in the same town when the cat's away the mice shall play but if the cat is here then she's not going to do anything wrong Meaning, if her husband's out of town, oh, her husband's out of town, she feels a little bit, you know, loose, she could do whatever she wants. And her husband's in town, not that she's scared he's going to walk in. There's a certain amativist, the Chazanish says. A, na- a woman just has this natural, uh, I don't want to use the word fear, because that's more like rash, that she's scared someone's going to walk in. No, it's an anxiety. It's an emotional state of anxiety to, to be proper when her husband is in town. Gigantic nafkaminas are both sides. Gigantic nafkaminas. What's the Nafkamina, the famous Ramosha's case, that, what city are we in? Could be more specific. Manhattan. Okay. So I'm uptown, I'm, I'm uptown, my wife is downtown. My wife is downtown and I'm uptown. Let's say the wife's at home, she lives in one of the buildings here on 186, 187th Street, and her husband's working on Wall Street. Are they in the same city? Yes. But she knows... He just got off the phone saying, Hi, honey, I'm getting on the train in half an hour. Okay, I'm leaving work in half an hour today. I'm going to be late. Or early, whatever it is. So she knows it's half an hour. She sees on the caller ID, it's from, it's from Merrill Lynch downtown. So she knows he's not going to be home for an, at least an hour, if not an hour and a half. So does she have a hatter to have the plumber come into the, build, come into the, uh, the house? It depends who you hold like. According to Rashi, it's Shemi Kani's Baila. Her husband's not coming in for another hour. There's no hatter of Baila here. According to the Chazanish... She's anxious. According to the Chazanish, she's anxious that maybe my husband will come home. And therefore, according to the Chazanish, she'll be mutter. Um, anyone here from Tinek? 
Are you from Teaneck or Bergenfield? Oh. What? Teaneck people are more likely to say they're from Bergenfield. <laughs> that was funny. Okay, and we're here for the five towns. Which one? Which town? Cedars. You sure it's not Woodmere? Positive. What about Lawrence? I'm in between the two. I know, I live in Lawrence. <laughs> okay, so, uh, um, so is that, how long does it take for you to get from Cedarhurst to Lawrence? Three minutes by foot. Agreed. So is that is there going to be a hetero baila beir? If your wife is home and you're at my house in Lawrence, and it'll take you three minutes walk. It's a different city. It's a different city. city. Different village. What? Cities. Cities. It's town. Then you're going to say Woodsburg is its own thing. Woodsburg is Woodsburg. Fine. Okay. So let's think. If you hold, if you hold a Rashi, Shemi Kanes, yeah, she's she's terrified that he'll walk for three minutes over the border and come home. But a Quintal has an ish, then we could clear. Then we could clear. Then we could clear. What? I just said two nafkaminas No, I'm saying this Oh, am I telling you that if your wife? Is it nafkaminalamaisa? I don't think he would be makel on. Uh, Teaneck and Bergenfield. I don't know if he'd be making on Lawrence and Cedarhurst, but maybe he'd be making on Teaneck and Fort Lee. How long does it take to get to Fort Lee? No traffic. Ten minute drive. Driving. Ten minute driving. That's a different city. I think Quintal has an ish. She doesn't have anxiety. He's in a different city. I'm not positive, but Quintal uh, Rashi definitely. She's scared. He's going to come home. He could come home any any minute. Yeah. Oh, excellent, Shail. This is a big deal in the Achronim. Do we say that the Heter is also that her husband, that I'm sorry, if I'm at home and the cleaning lady's there, but I know my wife is going shopping in, uh, in, in Kifu, down, down in Kifu. So am I scared to do anything with the cleaning lady because I know my wife could walk in or that I have this fear of my wife? So the second one, the Chazish probably wouldn't apply. A woman has an anxiety that her husband's in town. A, a husband probably doesn't have an anxiety that his wife's in town. But, Shemiti Kanes, that's a discussion among the postkim. Halach Lamaisa, I believe the postkim do provide this heter. It's not a great heter. If, if you could unlock the door also, it would probably be more lachatchila. But Mikra did, I think one could rely on the postkim who are Mako, that if the door is unlocked, I'm sorry, that if the wife is in the town and the husband's having yichud, at home, it would probably be mutter if because he, he's scared his wife will walk in any minute. In the, in the remote, in the remote, you have to finish up now. Yeah. In so Ramosh, I didn't tell you what Ramosh says. Ramosh says that if if he's on the if you know that he's not going to be back for another hour, you shouldn't be mako. It's on the other side of the town. Ramosh says if he gives this exact case, he says it depends. The case, what he says, it depends if you work for yourself or if you work for somebody else. Ramosh says if you work for yourself then you're self-employed. You can come back whenever you want. So then, there will be a hetero baila beir, meaning if the woman's at home with the plumber, she's scared her husband could come home at any minute. However, if he's employed by an employer, he works for Merrill Lynch, and he has to, he has, he has to be there nine until five, so, and he's an hour away, so he's not on his own time. Ramosha says, then the woman in Washington Heights will not have the hetero baila beir because she knows that her husband's time, he probably won't be back till 6 p.m. Yeah, we should. Yeah, last question because I've yeah, over time. Um, does it matter about the nature of the relationship? No. Little, little meaning, like, in, like, let's assume in a situation if you have like an aunt, right? Let's let's assume that is a guy, right? 
Much closer in the sense of closer in an erotic sense, you'll be no, bowl your aunt? No, Probably the opposite. Yeah. So the only nafkamina that there's going to be in terms of familiarity and friendship is going to be the, what we spoke about at the very beginning of the shir, Ramosha's gather for the shir of, uh, of how much time it is. If it's somebody that would take you a really long time to seduce her, maybe Ramosha would give you a longer amount of time. If it's a girl that you've been going out with and you both want to get married to each other, it could be much, 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 much less. Um, okay, so we'll stop here.